the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we're going to do that, we need to fix our immigration system and fully tap the talent and dynamism in our nation. Immigration has been a political flashpoint as Biden has sought to renew visa and refugee programs that were downsized or halted during the Trump administration. The death toll is now 22 in the collapse of that condominium in Surfside, Florida. One of the deaths was the seven-year-old daughter of a Miami firefighter, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. I'm the father of two children. I have a seven-year-old son. And uh, the thought of losing him in this way is unimaginable. Officials also prepared family members for a possible suspension of the search if Hurricane Elsa, now in the eastern Caribbean, brings strong winds to South Florida that would make the work too dangerous. Some rescue workers who are now staying in tents will be moved to cruise ships, which can stay safe during a tropical storm. In the wake of the collapse of that condominium tower, North Miami Beach has now ordered the evacuation of a condominium building there after an inspection showed it was unsafe. On Wall Street, that up by 152 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams and friends. Happy Independence Day weekend. This is an outstanding, of course, Friday afternoon and Friday evening is always a wonderful time. But it's particularly wonderful and joyful today as we enter a weekend that celebrates the birth of our nation, Independence Day weekend. And we're pleased that uh, you're joining us right now tonight for our program. I have a great show for you. We've got some blockbuster guests, and we'll begin to introduce them in just a moment. But, but before we do, once again, I want to let you know about the sponsors that make our program possible. They are Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com, and of course, Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years. Later in the second half of our program, we will speak to the head coach of the Apopka Little League 50-70 team, and that's 13- and 14-year-olds. And they have just captured their Section 5 championship, which will allow them to advance to the state championship tournament in St. Petersburg coming up in a week or so. We're going to speak to their head coach, Coach Dwight Edge. But right now in our first half of our program, we're going to speak to two former Apopka Blue Darter football standouts and who are currently standout offensive linemen at the University of North Carolina, William Barnes and Ed Montellus. And we are also looking forward to speaking with Curtis Barnes, father of William Barnes. And, of course, Curtis Barnes is a former Apopka Blue Darter athlete and football player as well. So now let's go to, first of all, Let's go to Curtis Barnes. Hello, Curtis. Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on, Roger. And thank you for helping to arrange this program with two outstanding football players and outstanding young men, your son, William Barnes, and Ed Montellus. And we're looking forward to having them tell their story, and it's particularly about their journey to the University of North Carolina after stellar careers at Apopka High School. But also... Yeah believe we have Ed Montellus on the line, and let's go to, to Ed right now. Hello, Ed. Hello. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Hey, it's great to speak with you, and it just seems like yesterday uh, you were out there uh, on, on the 
Roger Williams Field on Friday nights representing the Blue Darters. So it's great to have you joining us on our program tonight. And it's, I look forward to hearing all about the success you've had at your career at North Carolina since leaving Apopka. Yes, sir. So like just yesterday, I was at Apopka. I'm glad to be here to talk to you guys. Whatever questions you have, I'll answer. No, that, that's great. And, and also, we've got uh, another special guest joining us, Sammy Smith. Let's Hey, Roger. How you guys doing? Sammy, doing great. It's, it's great to have you joining us on this program right now. It's uh, You were the one that introduced me to Curtis just about a year ago, and that's uh, led to his becoming a, a guest on our program regularly, and now the, these two guys making their first appearance, Will Barnes, William Barnes, and Ed Montellis. Yeah, it's uh, always special to, to be able to you know connect with uh, former Apopka players and Certainly ones that uh, mean a great deal to me. You know, Curtis and I grew up across the street from each other. He was a few years older than me, but uh, challenged me uh, athletically to become a a great track runner and uh, has remained a a really good friend of mine. And, of course, Ed and and, uh, William are two kids that, man, I would have loved to have had here at Ole Miss with me. I tried really hard to get them here, but uh, their hearts were in California. Excuse me, uh, Carolina, and um, I'm just proud of the job that they're doing there and uh, the young men that they are and and how they represent the pop community there in, in North Carolina. Now let's go back to Ed Montellis, standout offensive lineman at Apopka High School, currently standout offensive lineman at the University of North Carolina. And Ed, why don't you pick it up for us? And can you share just a little bit about uh, the most recent season at at North Carolina? Of course, twenty twenty season was um, you know filled with adversity for everyone in the country. Um, a lot of different things took place, but you were uh, able to um, you know go ahead and have a football season, and it turned out to be quite a successful one. Just share a little bit out with us, please. Yeah, our, our coaching staff had a great plan for us. You know, the year wasn't a normal year because of COVID nineteen. And they had we had a shorter fall camp because of that. I just I bought in. I kept the same mentality I had at the top of. And then I played. I started the opening game, and and then I, throughout the season I did did pretty decent. But, and I shared some time with one of my teammates. And but the season wasn't wasn't the one I wanted it to be because of my injury. So I I only played about nine games. But right now I'm fighting back for my injury. But it was a great season overall as a team. Uh, we went to the Orange Bowl, played against Texas A&M. We didn't have a great finish like we wanted to, but it was a great experience. And now I can learn from that. We can we can head back to it next year. Can you tell us a bit more about the injury you suffered and, and what your recovery process has been like to this point? Oh, the, the injury I suffered is a fractured scapula in my wrist. And then my uh, recovery process has basically been like I've been in the cast. I was in the cast for about three months. In the past two, three months, I've been doing rehab, rehabbing. I've been rehabbing the, my, the ligaments in there because they're all kind of stiff from being in that cast. But the bone right now is not all the way healed because the skateboard doesn't have a lot of blood flow like most bones do. So... It's not completely healed yet, but I'm I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'm start, starting to do some strength exercises. I can like I can lift weights now, so I'm excited about this season coming up and what I can do. Well, I'll probably be I'll probably be feeling a break, but my wrist is getting a lot better. Now, Ed, we're speaking with Ed Montillas, offensive lineman at University of North Carolina, and a former, of course, outstanding offensive lineman at Apopka High School. You know, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, the coaching staff that recruited you and Will out of Apopka, you know, ended up uh, getting fired, and um, you had new coaching staff come in uh, during your time there. A lot of times that's a very um, you know difficult transition, and uh, a lot of times the recruits of one uh, coach don't really uh, have much favored status with, with the new coaching staff. What was the transition like uh, in the head coaches for you guys? Transition was not as bad as I thought it would be because having a legendary coach like Mac Brown, he really, like, he really led the team and had us all bought in, and he made sure the players all got what they wanted. 
Like once the moment he stepped foot on campus, he made changes. He told us what we needed. And he answered. So he did okay. everything that he could for us. So we responded in the game by playing harder. So, yeah. Four zero seven. Uh-huh. Two now, three four. We're um. Hello. Yes, yes. We're we're having a little bit of trouble getting uh, Will Barnes on. Can is it possible to try to get Will Barnes back? You know, on. Yes. Um, let's go back to uh, <clears throat> Curtis Barnes. Can you, Curtis? Can you talk about, you know, kind of the the preparation that the young men uh, Will and, and Ed had at Apopka, and you know. How, how that prepared them, you know, to go and play at a, a first of all, play football at a, a big time Power Five university, and also to a challenging academic school. Well, first of all, let me also add in there. You know, I want everybody to know Ed is like a son to me. He is truly like a son to me. Ed has been around uh, our family for I can't even begin to count the number of years since they started playing uh, pot one of football together. Where it wasn't Pop One, it was a Pop Alliance football together. So um, to see the two of them, Ed and William, grow together and to be where they are now together is fantastic. Um, they both made the decision. They wanted to go to the University of North Carolina with all the other offers that were out there. But it, it's truly uh, good to see them where they are. Um, and like, like Sammy was saying, we went to Ole Miss and and they really loved Ole Miss, so it was it was a battle right there the whole time. Uh, but but again, just to see the two of them uh, being successful in high school, and then that and then it carried on into college, and to where they're being successful in college. You know, they're getting the opportunities to get out on the field and, and to play. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, this year, which should be a I think a stellar year for both of them to uh, get a lot of playing time out there on the field. And uh, even with the COVID stuff, you know, that's hopefully we can push all that behind us. Um, but I'm really looking forward to uh, their success, not only on the football field, but their success off the football field. And that's where it really matters. Once You know, because football is here now, but it could be gone today, or it could last 10, 15 years, and then eventually it's gone. So, but a great education from the University of North Carolina, will take them much further than that, many, many years after football. And that's what's important to me and his, and, um, and my wife, Kay. We, we, that's, we really stress that with them, you know, to make sure that you're getting your grade and you're doing what you're supposed to do when it comes to the classroom. So I'm excited for them, you know, Mr. Roger. I'm excited for them. It's great to have you guys joining us. We're going to go to our break in just a moment. And uh, do we have Will Barnes on the line yet? I know he was having some problems with his phone. Well, we're going to go to break here in in about 30 seconds. Before we go to that break, when we come back, we'll still be joined by Curtis Barnes, Ed Montellis, Sammy Smith, and hopefully William Barnes as well. I want to let you know our sponsors for tonight and tell you a little bit about our friends over at Community Health Centers of Central Florida they were founded in Apopka in 1972. Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years, now with 15 locations serving Central Florida. Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Friends, we'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. 
Steve Enslin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Here's Steve getting an urgent call from a customer. The other day, I was in my car scooting around appointments, and I get a call. I'm at the DMV. I'm at the counter, and I don't have proof of insurance for this car I just got. Is there anything you could do? Well, he threw on his cape and became Great Florida Insurance Apopka man. Okay, not really. But, uh, Steve, what happened next? Well, we do have certain tech that we can take advantage of. Now, I'm not at the office at the time. I was running around a pop guy. I was able to pull over, pull up uh, her, her account on my iPad, get the car added for her, took a snapshot with my camera, texted it back to her, and she was able to get her insurance. That's the way we do in a yeah. Yeah. Great Florida Insurance Apopka, dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best insurance value for home, car, and business, plus the best service, because that's how we do it in Apopka. Call Steve Enslin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center online at Great Florida at insureapopka.com. Enjoy the energizing power of the outdoors. We recommend a mid-morning break in nature. Studies show spending time in nature helps people manage stress. So get outside and make your morning break better with the Nature Valley Granola Bar. Hey everyone, it's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey Nikki, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? Nikki, I'm doing great, thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions, including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, Tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, we're at fladoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to fladoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains, but never stock market losses? Join Len Strickler for the Save Money Radio program every Sunday, 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 950 and FM 94.9. You can also call Len Strickler now for your free customized Safe Money kit and 115-page Safe Money book at 844-450-7233. That's 844-450-SAFE. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Every day, our lineup of talk hosts are on the air to make sure the freedoms we cherish as Americans remain. Now you have the chance to meet one of those hosts face-to-face. Announcing the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. We'll fly you and a guest on a three-night stay to meet your favorite radio host. Enter now before July 6th. Enter keyword freedoms and you'll receive 10 bonus entries. Meet your favorite program host in the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. Go to TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now here's Roger. Welcome back. The Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams, and it's great to be with you. It's a thrill to be with you on this Independence Day weekend as we kick off a week of celebration, celebrating the birth of our country, the United States of America. Have a great show for you. Later in our show, we're going to hear from Dwight Edge, who is the head coach of the Apopka Little League. 50-70 team, and that's 13- and 14-year-olds. They've captured their regional championship, and now they are headed to the state tournament in St. Petersburg. We're going to hear all about it here on Blue Daughter Sports Central. But right now, we're speaking with a couple of outstanding Apopka Blue Daughter alumni. In fact, actually four uh, outstanding Apopka Blue Daughter alumni. We're joined by Ed Montillas, currently an offensive lineman at the University of North Carolina, We're also pleased, I believe, now to be joined by William Barnes, also an offensive lineman, standout offensive lineman at the University of North Carolina, and by Gator, by Apopka Blue Darter great Sammy Smith, and Curtis Barnes, father of William Barnes. Now I believe we've got William on the line. Let's go to um, William Barnes. Hello, Will. 
Hello, Roger. How you doing? Uh, doing well. It's great to have you joining us tonight, and appreciate your persistence on uh, you know, getting in on, to join us. And I'd uh, just love to have you, um, like to ask you a question that I was going to ask Ed as well. You know, um, you guys were, both of you, uh, especially yourself, were highly recruited uh, by Power 5 schools, and you made the decision to go to North Carolina. Now, a lot of uh, Apopka alumni have gone to schools like Florida, FSU, Miami, SEC schools, other top schools around the country. I don't recall too many, if any, uh, Apopka Blue Rider football players going to North Carolina. What was it uh, that led you guys, and you specifically, and you and Ed, to, uh, to the ACC and to the, uh, to, to the North Carolina Car, uh, Tar Heels? Well, to start off, um, you know, the recruitment process going through was amazing. You know, great coaches all around and talking to um, even great players, too. Like Marquez Ivy, you know, talking to me about Florida Gators. You know, I heard a little bit from Chandler Cobbs, you know, alumni, too, as well, about Auburn. But what kind of led me to North Carolina was just the atmosphere of Chapel Hill and the people around there and the coaches um, with Coach Fedora bringing me in and Coach Cap also as well. Um, just the just the way they talked it up and the way they showed me around, it was, it was a great feeling and I just felt like I needed to be there. And the reason why I stayed with um, Coach Mack as well is because he's an amazing coach and I think we have a great a great chance this year. So I'm excited for it. And one thing really interesting about North Carolina football in the last couple of years is, you know, Coach Mac Brown. And, you know, of course, he had great success. Well, he had great success at North Carolina previously. Then he went over to Texas Longhorns, had great success there, which included a, a national championship. Um, but and then retired, you know, went into retirement and then made the decision to come out of retirement. Um, and I guess he's up around 70 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um to go to North Carolina, and that was something that a lot of people did not think was going to be a good move and going to work out, which actually has, has worked out very well. Carolina's had some outstanding uh, you know, seasons and wins uh, under his leadership. What, what, what's it like to play for Coach Mac Brown? What, what is his style of coaching and his style of coaching leadership? Uh, with Coach Brown, it's always about us and about always being the one and also just taking care of his players and also you know feeling for us, getting to know us, you know, kind of tough love as well, but also just really looking out for us. And, you know, the game plan to go in and just attack, attack, and just work all the way through the fourth quarter is something that we take pride in. So that's kind of what Coach Mack is going for us and what's going to go through this season. Now, friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. We're speaking right now with Will Barnes and Ed Montillas. They were standout Apopka Blue Darter football players, and now they are at the University of North Carolina having outstanding success. And let's go back to Ed Montillas. And Ed, one of the things about the the season last season was the Tar Heels put up some huge numbers on offense, you know, scoring 50 to 60 points multiple times. Can you tell us a little bit about the offense and what it's like to play in a, in a high-powered offense like that as an offensive lineman? Well, playing in an offense like that as an offensive lineman is, is great in general. Because you, you score pretty quick off those deep passes and you get a lot of breaks. A lot of linemen like that is because you like and we like all the all the attention it gave and that last season pretty much gave us a lot of confidence, I would say, going into this season. So everything was working out real good. And the same question to to Will Barnes. Hello, Will? I'm sorry, I cut out. Can you repeat the question again? Okay, let's. Um, well, let's go back to Sammy Smith and you know, Sammy. Can you uh, talk about you know, what are some things that you would, you know, advice you might have for for Will and Ed? You know, they're still um, about halfway through their college career. Uh, playing football, and you, know, you had an outs- you know, outstanding record-setting career at FSU. What are some things that you would? Uh, share with them advice you would give them about finishing strong um, as both uh, football players and, and students at University of North Carolina? Well, I think Curtis referenced it, uh, you know, when he uh, was talking, and really it's about keeping the main thing the main thing, man. They're there to get an education. Uh, that's first and, and foremost. And, of course, uh, to be 
uh, the best football players that they can be. And um, just sitting listening to uh, Ed just now, you know, I thought about uh, their offense. Of course, we had Phil Longo here with us prior to him going there and and uh, playing uh, on an offense that, man, goes really, really fast. Offensive linemen have got to be in great shape. And I know that that was one of the things that they certainly would be uh, in is great shape, you know, after coming through a popless program and uh, the way that the coaches there challenged them during the off season. But uh, my advice to them would be essentially just, man, I always remember to keep the main thing the main thing. That's their relationship uh, with God and uh, their families, um, putting a high importance on their education, and then going out and just giving their best effort on the football field, man, just practicing hard and, and being prepared when their number's called to, to go out and perform, which, you know, I think they've done a great job. Any chance I get a chance to watch North Carolina play, if, if, if we're not playing or if we played early and they're playing at night, I'm always trying to, to find them and to support those guys. And uh, I'm just, like I said, just super proud of them and, uh, you know, the young men that they have become. Great, great advice. And, and I'm, I'm like you. I know you're disappointed they didn't wind up at Ole Miss, but it's kind of a thrill to watch some Blue Darters playing at North Carolina. You know, that's a little bit different experience for us fans. It is, it is. You know, anytime you can have players that come from your community that are playing anywhere in college, you know, you, you, you kind of uh, lean toward those schools and, you know, you want to see kids from your community go off and do real well because that inspires a lot of the uh, younger kids that are watching them, you know, they, they've got kids that are, are Ed and Will fans, you know, that are now watching those kids and uh, watching how they uh, perform and, you know, the way that they represent it. So uh, with that comes a great responsibility. Um, and it's a responsibility that uh, I think that they have taken on well and have done a, a great job. Very well said, you know, and as you've shared with as you've shared with us before, um, you know, Curtis, uh, Curtis Barnes was a guy that you looked up to, and he was a guy that inspired you as you were coming along. Then, you know, there were many young young kids that were inspired by you during your playing days, and it's just a a great uh, you know legacy that just continues to go on down the line, and it's kind of a unique part of being a popular blue darter. Uh, before we uh, sign off, we're about two minutes away from from our next break when we have to go, but um, I'd like to go back to, is Will Barnes back on the line? Uh, Will, can you talk a little bit, a little bit about the, the Orange Bowl experience, what it was like to to, to, to go to a, a major bowl like that? Well, just from going down to Miami, just being in that experience again, just was really was really amazing, and playing against such a great team, you know, Texas a man, it was really heart-pounding, you know, there were some highs and lows, but in the end, we didn't come out with the win. But we definitely remember the experience, and we're trying to get get back to that experience again and probably go even past that. We'll, we'll be certainly paying close attention to both of you guys this fall and this football season, and we really appreciate you joining us tonight and sharing a little bit about your journey to the University of North Carolina. Uh, Sammy, it's great to have you join us tonight. Hey, man, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to get on uh, whenever you – or having someone on, please uh, continue to alert me. And if I'm available, I'd love to jump on. And uh, please tell Dwight I said congratulations. You know, Dwight was working with me some up at uh, Kingdom Sports before I left to, to come here to uh, Ole Miss. And uh, I'm super proud of Dwight and uh, the job that he's done uh, with those young men. And so please tell him I said congratulations. I sure will. Yeah, he's having quite the success in baseball this season. He was an assistant with the Blue Darter Varsity, and they had a great season, too. I'll certainly be sure to do that. And, of course, you helped to get all this started with the introduction to Curtis last summer. Curtis Barnes, thank you so much for helping arrange this show tonight and for all that you do to serve our community. Yes, sir. Uh, great, uh, Roger. And uh, I'll, any, any other athletes you think I can reach out to, I'll, I'll reach out to them and I can get them on and we can get a chance to uh, speak with them and they can tell their stories about Apopka, even the current players that are there now. I, I'll, do, I'll do that. Thank you. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The city of North Miami Beach, Florida, has ordered the evacuation of a condominium building after a review found unsafe conditions. The city said in a news release on Friday that an audit prompted by the deadly collapse of Champlain Towers South in Surfside, Florida, found the 156-unit Crestview Towers structurally and electrically unsafe. The North Miami Beach Police Department was helping with the evacuation of residents of the Crestview, which was built in 1972. A good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 152 points. The NASDAQ Composite Index rose by 116. The S&P 500 advancing 32. Oil down 7 cents to 75.16 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Hi, I'm Brooke Burke, and I have a question for you. Do you ever consider just how important your feet are? They're quite literally the foundation of your body. And if you don't take care of them, you're asking for problems. That's why I wear Skechers' new ArchFit shoes. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to make a shoe that provides total foot and arch support. They used 20 years of data to design a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes support across the arch, no matter what foot type you have. Plus, Skechers' ArchFit provides extreme comfort. In fact, these just might be the most comfortable Skechers I've ever worn. Whether I'm walking or standing, they feel like a dream. Just try them on and you'll feel the instant difference. So if foot care is as important to you as it is to me, check out Skechers ArchFit. They're podiatrist certified, they're comfortable, and they look great. Because when it comes to preserving my body, I know Skechers has my back and my feet. Get the support you need with Skechers new ArchFit at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. Do you need help navigating your retirement strategy? Tony Kina of Kina Wealth can help. Chat with Tony now, live at KinaWealth.com. Chat live about your retirement now at KinaWealth.com. Tony S. Kina is an advisory representative offering investments and advisory services through Lincoln Financial Securities, member SIPC FINRA. The branch office is located at 941 West Morse Boulevard, Suite 100, Winter Park, Florida. Kina Wealth, Inc. and Lincoln Financial Securities are not affiliated. Chat live about your retirement now at KinaWealth.com. Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more. Not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central on a wonderful 4th of July Independence Day weekend as we celebrate the birth of the United States of America. Glad you're joining us tonight. It's great, too, as we ease into the weekend. It's always great to be with you on these Friday evenings, and I appreciate you joining us. Hope you're enjoying the show. Great to catch up with some great Blue Darters. In fact, four outstanding Blue Darter alumni we just spoke with. Of course, a couple of the younger guys, Will Barnes and Ed Montillas, still playing football at the University of North Carolina, where they're having great success, which we heard about. Sammy Smith, one of the all-time great Apopka Blue Darters. And Curtis Barnes, another outstanding Blue Darter athlete, football um, player, track star, and had a current uh, long career in law enforcement after his days at Apopka. So I hope you've enjoyed that first half of our show. Right now we're going to go to something else exciting happening in the Apopka community, and that is the Apopka Little League 5070 team that's 13 and 14 years old, year olds who have captured their sectional championship and are now moving on to the state tournament in St. Petersburg. We'll speak with their coach, Dwight Edge, who, of course, is another Apopka High standout as well. Before we go to Dwight, though, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is made possible by the great people at Great Florida Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. And we look forward to having Steve Insulin back again soon to join us as co-host of the program. And also, our program is supported by Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, and, of course, Community Health Centers of Central Florida. 
Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida has been serving the people of our Central Florida community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years, now with 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Now let's go to Dwight Edge, the head coach of the Apopka Little League 5070 team. Hello, Dwight. Hey, how you doing, Roger? Doing great. Hey, it's always great catching up with you. And, um, you know, I know as I we kind of keep in touch via Facebook and, um, you know, you're having great success over the most recent years in coaching baseball and a variety of different teams. Um, and you're having a big year this year. You were an assistant coach on the Blue Darter Varsity that uh, had an outstanding season, posted 20-win season. And now you um, had great success with your Little League team. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, well, first of all, they're uh, they're twelve and thirteen year olds, not okay. thirteen, fourteen year olds. Um, so it's intermediate. It's fifty foot uh, mound and seventy foot bases. It's basically a transition from the smaller field to the bigger field. Um, and myself, I've been doing it at the little league for three years, and my son plays there, and this happens to be our last year up there. So we got extremely lucky this season with the talent that came back and right now we've had a chance before the sectional before the sectional tournament we had almost a month to prepare and these kids absolutely bought in and we had success and the next step is the state tournament which is down in Pinellas Park starting next Friday very exciting stuff, and uh, yeah, well, actually, I saw one of them the other day, and he he looked more like twenty one. So, <laughs> I guess that's how I got thrown off on the edge a little bit. But they're they're twelve and thirteen. That that's great. That's a great age. Remember those days well. Um, and oh, by the way, uh, Sammy Smith sends his regards. He was just joined us just earlier, and um, said he's real proud of the success that you're having. Well, tell Sammy I said hello. I haven't spoke to him in in a while either. No, Dwight, can you talk about just? Um, Tell us a little about the team. You know, uh, it's a good hitting team, a good fielding team, base running. I'm, I, I suspect they're good in all those areas. Like I said, I, just, I got lucky with the talent that came back this year. I mean, it starts with my parents. Parents are amazing. Their support. Um, and it translates into their kids who happen to be really good baseball players. And to answer your question, we're really big. We have some really big kids. We're really fast. Um, we're deep in pitching. Um, we don't have really a whole lot of weak areas right now, but we're about to go face the other top seven teams in the state. So, you know, we're about to find out. <laughs> and we're speaking with Dwight Edge. She's the head coach of the Apopka Little League 5070 team, which is 12 and 13 year olds, and they're headed to the state tournament in St. Petersburg. Now, Dwight, can you just talk about a little, little bit about your mission to coach youth sports? Because I know you devote a tremendous amount of time and energy to coaching youth sports. So what is it? And I know that's, a, from my own experience, that's a lot of hard work, and it's also oftentimes a thankless endeavor. Uh, what can you, uh, just, you know, what drives you? What's your motivation? To insp- what inspires you to do that? Well, I knew... I knew when I was out playing professional baseball with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks that I knew for whatever reason it, it hit me that I wanted to coach kids. So as soon as my son was old enough to start playing baseball, you know, I started coaching at Pocket Little League, and I believe in the Little League process. I remember how fun, how much fun Little League was for me. Um, I have a great, a lot of great memories from Little League. So I wanted my son to experience that, and so. We have played some travel ball here and there, but I wanted to see this thing through. And also now I have girls that are playing softball, and that is something I thought I'd never be into, but that is amazing. So I'm going to be, that's my next thing is girls softball. But anyways, back to baseball coaching kids it's just i remember my coaches when I was younger. I remember the impact all my coaches had on on me. And I wanted to give that back. And so happens it basically is in baseball. Baseball is my passion. And I do give a lot of time, but, I mean, you only get so much time to do it. You know, your kids grow up. 
and you move on. So I want to give everything I can to youth, youth, youth baseball and youth softball. No, that's great, and we really appreciate what you do, and you are so right. You know, uh, some of the uh, most influential people, men in my life, were, first of all, my Little League coach, Mr. Jimmy Usler, and the other men at that time, and they were the guys that helped get a popular Little League started over 50 years ago, which included Jug Anderson and the, the Pittmans, Robert and Ben Pittman, and Tom Dorman, and so many of those uh, men you know, devoted so much uh, of their time and effort um, to just um, just so that we kids could, could have a great experience. And that's exactly what happened. It was an experience that we've got fond memories of, and uh, 50-plus years later, we'll have it for the rest of our lives. Uh, but somebody's got to do the hard work that makes that all happen, and it's the coaches and the administrators. And um, you're out there on the front lines helping dreams, uh, helping kids have their dreams come true, and I, r- I really appreciate it very much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you do. I appreciate it. Now, can you tell us a little bit? Uh, you've got some fundraising to do because it's not cheap <laughs> to take a big group of kids over to St. Petersburg for a while. Can, uh, can you tell us how, how uh, people that are so inclined could contribute a little bit financially to help you guys out? Correct. Well, we have a GoFundMe page, which you can go to GoFundMe.com and just search Help a Popularly Wednesday, and it pops up immediately. It's like the first, as soon as you put in a popularly it pops up. And if you click on that and donate that way, if, if you want, um, tomorrow morning from 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. at Rock Springs Bar and Grill, we're having, we're going to set up a, uh, set up a little table and we're going to have our kids out there. If anybody wants to come by and, and donate, we'll be out there in the morning. Um, or you can go through a pop the little league. No, those so guys. What, go ahead. Yeah, they're not only working hard on the field, they're working hard off the field to, to raise the money to go play in these championships, and that's a, a great thing to see. And, you know, I encourage um, all those who are inclined to, to help them out a little bit. And um, you know, go to break in just a moment, and I thought of a couple more guys, and I know I'm going to leave some out, but, you know, Don Heller was a, instrumental in the early days of Apocalypse Little League, uh, Mr. Trapp, who, who coached the Tigers. And I, you know, it just makes me smile to, to think about the, those men and, you know, just um, – you know, the hard work that they did to make sure we, us kids had had a great experience. Now, yes, sir. I mean, literally, literally is good for for parents. You know, it keeps us away from the house. It keeps us involved with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, when we come back in Dwight Edge certainly has a, a very impressive resume in both in various sports, both baseball and football. And Dwight, would love to have you share a little bit about some of your experiences as well, both uh, as an outstanding tight end for the Blue Darters during an incredible era, um, and also, uh, as, as you said, playing uh, baseball for a popka, but then playing baseball and football at the University of Florida and going on to play pro baseball in the Arizona Diamondbacks organization. So we look forward, when we come back from this break, having you share a little bit about uh, your extraordinary career. Okay, sounds good. And friends, before we go to that break, I once again want to once again remind you that our program is made possible by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of our community with quality, affordable health care for over 40 years. Now, with 15 locations. Also want to let you know that Florida Door Solutions supports our program. They support the high school and youth league ball players you hear on this program and their dedicated coaches. Florida Door Solutions. When you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Rider Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers' 15 Central Florida locations are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. 
I'm Michael Easton, president of Fellowship Financial Group and host of the Retirement Income Show. With spring already upon us, it's critical to review your financial goals to make sure that you're on track for the retirement you've always dreamed of and deserve. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call us at 407-949-5888, 407-949-5888, or check out fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. And join the Retirement Income Show Saturdays at noon right here on FM 94.9, AM 950, The Answer. Hey everyone, it's Pete Paquette visiting with Nikki Cook from Florida Door Solutions. Hey Nikki, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? Nikki, I'm doing great, thanks. There's a lot of things happening at Florida Door Solutions, including celebrating your 20-year anniversary, serving Central Florida with the best garage door repair and products ever. You're helping folks with repair and design installation. You've done some of the cool jobs here lately. Tell us a couple of them. Uh, Most recently, we did the new Raptor ride at Universal, and then all of our guys got to ride it as a new ride, which was kind of fun. Nikki, tell our listeners about this unique showroom you've got. I think it's the only one in Central Florida like it. Yes, we do have a fully functional showroom or design center right here in Apopka. We can help you with your home, your business, whatever garage door you have or overhead door, we can help. So please stop by anytime. Um, We're at fladoor.com or 777 South Park Avenue. Thanks, Nikki. Serving Central Florida for over 20 years with the professional product, service, and installation they've become known for. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR or go online to fladoor.com. It's a 20-year birthday celebration at Florida Door Solutions. Summertime is the perfect time to get outside, enjoy the fresh air, feel the refreshing benefits of nature, and get your morning going. So grab a Nature Valley granola bar, get outdoors, and experience the energizing power of nature this morning. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Steve Enslin with Great Florida Insurance Apopka. Here's Steve getting an urgent call from a customer. The other day, I was in my car scooting around appointments, and I get a call. I'm at the DMV. I'm at the counter, and I don't have proof of insurance for this car I just got. Is there anything you could do? He threw on his cape and became Great Florida Insurance Apopka man. Okay, not really. But, uh, Steve, what happened next? Well, we do have certain tech that we can take advantage of. Now, I'm not at the office at the time. I was running around a pop guy. I was able to pull over, pull up uh, her, her account on my iPad, get the car added for her, took a snapshot with my camera, texted it back to her, and she was able to get her insurance. That's the way we do it, Apopka. Yeah. Great Florida Insurance Apopka, dedicated to insuring Apopka and surrounding communities with the best insurance value for home, car, and business, plus the best service, because that's how we do it in Apopka. Call Steve Enslin at 407-434-1145 or visit the office in the Hunt Club Shopping Center online at Great Florida at insureapopka.com. Hi, Larry Elder here. You listen to my show every day. Now let's take it to the next level. The Terrific Talkers VIP experience gives us the opportunity to meet face-to-face. We'll fly you and a guest on a three-night stay to meet me or one of our other national hosts. Eight hosts, eight in-person opportunities for you to choose from. Enter up to once per day and complete the bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. I look forward to our time together in person. Meet your favorite program host in the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. Go to TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. TheAnswerOrlando.com slash talker. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central on a wonderful Independence Day weekend. Friends, we're glad that you're joining us as we all prepare to kick off a wonderful weekend of celebration, celebrating the birth of our wonderful nation and the freedoms and liberties that we are allowed to have based on the creation of our country uh, as we have the opportunity to exercise our God-given rights. And I hope that you've got a wonderful weekend planned, whether it's a big celebrating or just quiet celebrating. Uh, But um, we'll all be reflecting on those great men and women, those outstanding leaders and people that created our country, whose courage and perseverance and just a, a incredible ability and intelligence uh, led to the birth of our nation and gave us these incredible freedoms that we have been blessed to enjoy. Right now, one of those freedoms is sports, and we're talking about a po- sports, specifically Apopka High School sports, with interviews with high school ball players and youth league ball players and their dedicated coaches and conversations with alumni who have had achievements 
after graduating and moving on both on the athletic fields and in their careers and occupations. One of those is Dwight Edge. We're speaking with Dwight right now. One of the various successful endeavors that he has had is coaching youth baseball, and he has just helped to lead the Apopka Little League 50-70 team, which is 12 and 13 years olds, year olds, to their sectional championship, and they are preparing to go to the state championships in St. Petersburg. That's one of our topics. But um, also, uh, Dwight, I'd like to go back and, you know, whenever I think of you, I I think of, you know, the <laughs> those great mid-1990s Apopka Blue Water football teams with Jerry Rudolph at quarterback, and, uh, you know, that uh, we were, you know, Apopka had a record-setting 31 win, 31 consecutive win football winning streak during the regular season. Uh, during your era, you were one of the guys that contributed to that during the Chip Gerke era um, at Apopka, and uh, you you made some very dramatic uh, receptions uh, during that time. Can you, um, would you like to reflect a little bit about those days? Oh, man, that was a long time ago. I guess the biggest the biggest reception I remember is the one against uh, Bradenton Manatee at home. I think it was 71, 72 yards, something like that, and uh, which put us down by a point, and then we kind of botched the extra point and uh, ended up losing that game by one point. I mean, I, re- I remember that. That sticks out in my mind. Um, yeah, that's that's um, the one I remember too, and that was one of the more dramatic <laughs> games I've, I've ever seen. And you know, that touchdown was certainly a huge part of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a few one-handed catches that I remember. And I kind of like doing those every once in a while if I could. A um, couple diving catches, um, but a lot of the times. Yeah, you know, I, I got wide open, so <laughs> it was, you know, we had Jeremy Rudolph as our quarterback, so that was the main threat. And uh, because of him, in baseball and football, you know, that I think that helped get me noticed because everybody was there watching Jeremy Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, however you got noticed, you, you did get noticed, and you – it wound up going to the University of Florida and actually not only playing football there, but playing baseball there as well. What was the recruiting process like, and why did you choose to go play for the Gators? Well, I kind of eliminated all the places that had snowed. Everywhere there was AstroTurf. Um, I didn't want to go on the West Coast. I didn't want to get too far away. So my dad couldn't travel to come see me, so I kind of narrowed it down to the SEC, you know, Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Tennessee, and uh, basically took visits to to those to those places. And you know, University of Florida. I mean, how can you go wrong? You know, playing for Steve Spurrier, and at the time, the baseball coach was Annie Lopez, and uh, and goes to happen in my first year there. We win the first national championship in history in football there, win the SEC in football, and in, and win the SEC in baseball. So 1996-97 was a, was a good year at the University of Florida. And obviously a wise choice. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central right now. We're speaking with Dwight Edge. He's a outstanding Apopka Blue Darter alum, and currently he's the head coach of the Apopka Little League 50-70 team, 12- and 13-year-olds who are headed to the state championships in St. Petersburg. Now, let's go back to your your team now, uh, these uh, 12- and 13-year-old guys. Can you just talk about some of the things that you do to help um, develop these these youngsters into a championship-caliber team? Yeah, we also have a girl on the team, so it's guys and a girl. And the girl... <laughs> Hope the boys are listening. The girls are toughest, toughest one on our team. Uh, Emmy Bowman. Um, but these 12, 13, what we do at practice is we, we just, you know, I played high school baseball for Coach Brewer and Coach Wise. And I, I was coaching with Coach Brewer this year. And 
learning from those guys, you know, playing for Andy Lopez also and various coaches with the Diamondbacks, you just kind of come up with your own formula, but it's all the basics you've learned from all these great coaches. You know, anything, you know, from bunt defenses, first and thirds, you know, defending the squeeze play, pickoff, you know, back in just anything I can think of. And also John Martin and Matt Howard are are my other two coaches and throw them in the mix. And we really do over-prepare, I think. I mean, like yesterday it was raining, but I wanted to have a practice with wet baseballs just in case we got to play in in the rain. And so we went through a full practice yesterday in the rain. And, uh, you know, we do things like that. And I would say what we do the most is we hit. We, every single day we hit, we hit, we hit, we hit, we hit, we hit. And uh, these kids were on a group a group text. They get up in the mornings on their own, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. They all go run. They all go hit off the tee. And we all communicate, and, and they have bought in. And I think great things can happen. You just you, you just never know. You know how baseball is. No, thanks for sharing this great insight. You certainly had a lot of success coaching baseball, and um, you know it's always great to hear uh, some of the tips that you have for it. We've got about three minutes to go, and what can you tell us about this particular tournament? When does it start? Who are you going to play? And you know what, what's the road to the to the championship? like all right so opening ceremonies is july 8th which is next thursday our first game is friday the 9th at 10 a.m and i know we play uh palmacia uh forgive me if i say it wrong um that's all i've really looked at we're basically playing two pools pool a and pool b four teams in each pool you know, the winner of each pool plays for the championship. So it's supposed to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, and the championship is supposed to be Sunday night, you know, weather permitting. So it's basically three games, I mean, four games in three days. So pitch counts come into effect and just, it's, you know, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Well, it's exciting stuff, and we um, commend you and and the young men and the young women and uh, their parents, and uh, we'll be uh, following you guys closely as you head down to Saint uh, Saint Pete, and um, you look forward to having you uh, you know come back with that with that hardware. I really appreciate it. Um, You know, we're going to do what we can. You know, these kids, like we tell them, the practices are the coaches when it comes to the games. You know, the games are y'all's. You know, play like you can, and whatever happens, happens. And we mentioned uh, before that they could use a little help with fundraising, and you can do that. Um, they have a GoFundMe page, and if you just Google Popka Little League, it'll most likely take you there. And they'll have a, they're having um, you know, some fundraising activities at the Rock Springs Bar and Grill tomorrow as well. well Dwight, it's great to have you uh, join us. Great catching up with you, and, and appreciate all the great, great things that you do. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show again, Roger. Dwight Edge and friends, it's great to have you joining us. That's going to bring us near the rapidly to the end of our show. I want to thank you for joining us, and it was a real thrill to be joined on tonight's show by four, literally by four outstanding of the most outstanding Apopka Blue Daughter alumni. Dwight Edge, who you just heard, Sammy Smith, Curtis Barnes, William Barnes, and Ed Montillas. As we wrap it up, I just want to um, once again talk about how, just share how gratifying it is to enter uh, Independence Day weekend. I know that you feel the same, and I hope that you have a blessed and joyful Independence Day weekend as um, as we celebrate the freedoms that we have been blessed to enjoy, our God-given freedoms, and um, you know, it just you know, brings a smile to my heart every time I think about our founders and the incredible work that they did, the incredible courage they displayed to give us our country, and uh, it's our legacy to, to make sure we maintain it, and let's do that. Have a great Independence Day weekend. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
news, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. WORL Orlando. It's 8 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The Labor Department reports 850,000 jobs were added last month. Bankrate.com's Mark Hamrick says this is above the average rate of job growth this year. So this suggests that we are playing catch-up to some degree. At the White House just days before the 4th of July. Today's job news uh, brought us uh, something else to celebrate. President Biden says wages went up too. He says the script is being flipped. Instead of workers competing with each other for jobs that are scarce, employers are competing with each other to attract workers. The president also also suggested his economic policies were intended to make it easier for workers to find higher paying jobs. Hiring in June was noticeably strong in restaurants, bars and hotels, which collectively absorbed the brunt of the layoffs from the recession. Ed Donahue, Washington. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine Cava tells... 